Did you know we live stream the recording of this podcast every Thursday night at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on Facebook, Rumble, Twitch, Kick, and X? Come join us. Welcome to the Boomer Bunker. I am one of your hosts, John Jamingo, and alongside of me, I have the Duchess. Good evening. How are you? L- listen, I-, I think we got to stop. Like, we get in here like a half an hour and we start doing this show before the show. And I I, I don't know if we should do that, you know, because we, we kind of waste a lot of good material in there. We do. <laughs> Didn't we say we were going to record it? We should have recorded it. We should have <laughs> recorded it. Yeah, That's we should have recorded. I know, I know. Hi, Duchess. It's Devin. I'm sorry my death was so hard on you. Every time Jamingo brings me back from the grave, you cry. Please don't cry. You were like the middle-class white mom I never had. <laughs> you always stuck up for me. You were always nice to me. And before I go, I just want to say, please subscribe to this podcast and tell your friends about the Boomer Bunker. Also, the voice message number is 856 856- Four seven seven nineteen thirty five. Jamingo, lose some weight before you are up here with me. Okay. <laughs> That's so mean. <laughs> I was going to do that at the end of the show, but you were crying before we got <laughs> we started the show. Oh, you suck so much. <laughs> Sorry. Oh man. Like you still still. <laughs> I'm fucking sensitive. I'm sorry. <laughs> I understand that, but I mean, we I did a eulogy and then uh the fine whining oh. po- po- podcast did a eulogy. Oh, that was Devin. an interesting one. <laughs> Mike did yeah. a good job. Yeah, he did. He did. Yeah. And he did a great job editing because we were all over the I'm so I didn't think you were gonna <laughs> cry that much. No, I always cheese. All right. Well, we did. I, the reason I mentioned the voicemail number is because we got some voicemail. And, you know, mm-hmm. one of the things about the Boomer Bunker, and I can't help it, I'm so I'm going to lean into it. Okay. And here's what it is. I'm at that age now where I'm like your uncle. You know, that guy that's always close. He always says, Mac the hypnotist, John, that's cruel. That's cruel, John. <laughs> okay. So I'm like that uncle. That's always close with the stories and always close with the names. I make mistakes. And uh, Doug from Who's Right called in to correct me. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> John, you fucking numb nuts. <laughs> so first thing, in your most recent episode, you were talking about, uh, I think Duchess brought up Buck Cherry or somebody brought up Buck Cherry. And you corrected her and said that Buck Cherry was a transsexual who looks like a, a guy that's Buck Angel. He's right. It's Buck Angel, not Buck. I got my trannies mixed up. I'm sorry. <laughs> Buck sorry. is a fucking band. The other thing is Duchess was talking about how many miles she has to walk a day. I think it was 5.6679, whatever the fuck you guys said. <laughs> and you said if she misses a day, then she has to walk an extra 100 and something miles or an extra. You said she had to walk an extra mile a day. So. An extra mile a day, starting from the beginning of the year, would be an extra 365 miles. So I He's think all, what you meant to say was if she misses a day, then however many days are left, you would have to divide that by five. Okay. And that would be? Fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, it's not easy, is it, Doug? It isn't. De- 
Okay. I think well, he's on back. the fly too. All right. I, I did make a mistake, but this is what I meant. If you took a day off every right. week, then the 5.5 turns into 6.5 something. Okay, okay, Doug. Now, listen, I appreciate, listen, first of all, I appreciate he's listening. And second of all, I appreciate that he, yeah, I appreciate that he actually called in and left a message to, to correct me. And <laughs> I don't know where I, I got to get, I, you know what I got? I had a lot of stuff going on today. Um, so I didn't get everything done, but the number here is, uh, for the voicemail, it's 856-477-1935, That's 856-477-1935. So correct me. That's what it's there for. Yeah. You find something <laughs> out that I do when it makes mistakes that I made, you just correct me. That's Thanks, all. Mr. Decaf. Yeah, okay. there you go. Mr. Decaf put it in there. I'm so on it. Uh, Mac, the hypnotist, says, "Uncle, you're more like the dirty old grandpa." <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I think. That's yeah, but when you're older, that's all. That's what I'm saying. I do, do want to say uh, there's been some discussion in the chat. Uh, nice hat. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They think I lost a bet. Now you know I'm tired of wearing the same hats, so I have that. His taste. Eagles hat. Well, you know. Mostly. And you know, the thing was, I knew I was going to play that Devin thing. <laughs> and then it was going to upset you. So I figured <laughs> I'd wear the Steelers hat to make up for it. Like, boo, Devin. Oh, Steelers. Yay. <laughs> Shiny distracted by that. Yeah, I just, I, well, I figured you, you, needed, you needed some closure from Devin. I do. It's just sad, the whole stupid situation. Hi, Duchess. Don't, come on. Sorry. <laughs> Stop it. Don't think, you dare make me cry again. I think Devin should do all our, uh, you know, all our reads for social media. He's you know, all our intros now. Yeah, all our call to actions. We should have Devin do it. The spirit of Devin. <laughs> the spirit of Devin. <laughs> the spirit of Devin compels us. <laughs> oh, he was a good kid. I just feel bad. It's just a shit situation for him. Was <sighs> goodness. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm so distracted now. <laughs> I know you are. Now it's one of those like, when's he playing it next? <laughs> you know, sometimes you're feeling down, and you know, people say, you know, well, there's some things you can do for it. Correct. Enough water? No. Did you get enough sleep? No. <laughs> I start this back. Damn it, John. I was feeling really down these days. Not in a why. Have you exercised today? No. Did you go outside? No. Did you talk to anyone? No. Did you eat well? No. Did you limit your scrolling time? No. Did you make any plans? No. Did you drink enough water? No. Did you get enough sleep? No. <laughs> I don't get it. One or I don't understand it. <laughs> I actually, I'd seen this and I sent that to my daughter because she's the same way. She's like, oh, and I'm like, did it? And I go run down the list. She's like, no, I, no, I didn't do any of that. And I'm like, maybe it's all. Oh, look at that. Uh, Bud Bugger says they're finally rooting for a real peak. <laughs> I'm not rooting for him. I'm just wearing a hat. Don't get, don't get, don't get out over your skis there, Bud Bugger. <laughs> All right. So we have a new segment. All right. We're going to do this at the beginning of every show oh, because it's uh, 2,024 miles in 2024. Yes, sir. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's find out how the Duchess is doing on her quest. All right. You want to pop that up so we can go over it? Or? Who? Okay. No, no. 
There's a test. Duchess, I, we test Duchess because she wanted to surprise me. So I told her to bring it up so she so she could bring it up so she could share it herself. Here we go. Here we go. I hit two hundred. I hit two hundred miles today. All right. So now where is that? Do I have to do the math? Oh no. So, no, no, no. I can do the math. Okay. I, just, I feel like I'm yelling over the music. Though. All right. All right. <laughs> go ahead. Okay. So what it is now? It, oh dang it! <laughs> I pulled it up myself so I could. I had all my accurate information. So I have my totals walked actually is uh two hundred and two mile two hundred and two point twelve miles out of twenty twenty four. So for this month, uh, so the next bib, which is three hundred miles, I have ninety seven point eighty eight miles to go. Um, and then for the year. I have way too much, way too many. I don't actually didn't figure out how much I've left for the year. So you know what? Uh, <laughs> hang on. So Sparky Tosa says right here. He says you need 169 miles a month is all you need to hit. Thank God we got the chat. Yeah. So all right. See, so, so now yeah. this is the big. So you're okay. So you're into your sex. So you're doing good. You're you're on track to do this. Yes. Yes. Okay. Oh, I'm definitely going to hit it I, I, as long as I can maintain. Um, well, I, I mean it's. Like like Sparky said, it's about a hundred, yeah, about one hundred and seventy miles a month. So okay, so I can do that. Dest- <laughs> so Mr. Decaf says, destination with Duchess, where we're steps. Yeah, there you go, destination with Duchess. Hey. you know, oh, very nice. I like the alliteration. We should figure out by the end of the year how many miles you've walked, <laughs> and then we'll put it in a tracker and send you out west to see where you'd end up. Like, would you end That's up in true. California, or would you end up? Probably end up somewhere like in Denver. No, maybe I don't. I don't know how. Somewhere I mean, in Texas. I know it's like three thousand miles over out to California. I believe so, three thousand something. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. Actually, it's uh, it's a nice challenge, and I will uh, keep working on it. The fun part is every month I get uh, every with every hundred I get a little virtual bib, and I they also sent me as part of the. Um, challenge that I signed up for. They actually sent me paper bibs so I could hold, I can hold, literally hold one in my hand. So I've accomplished all of that. So it's just something don't, fun. So. Don't hold that up. And take a picture of it because then Mike <laughs> and those, they'll have you holding something and they'll make you say whatever. Oh, uh, that's want. true. You got, <laughs> <laughs> Dean says, Forest Duchess. I just kept walking just keep running. and walking <laughs> and walking. No, congratulations. Yeah. yeah. Well, we did the 10 mile hike on Saturday. So that was, it was a nice day, but ooh, that was a, it's been a long time since I walked 10 miles in a row. <laughs> we were tired. I didn't want to say anything to the peeps, mm-hmm. but I had a medical scare. Mm-hmm. Thought I had skin cancer. So I was like kind of worried about it. So I had this thing like a growth on top of my head and they, my daughter, when she was cutting my hair, she said, you have that looked at. And then every the whole family came over and they're like, so then Everybody's they took a picture of it. Yeah, they took a picture <laughs> of it and they sent it to one of the sisters, my wife's sisters. Mm-hmm. And uh, they said, oh, you better have that luck. Probably cancer. And you can cut. Them. I'm like, oh, oh my God. <laughs> so I go to the I go to the dermatologist on. When was that? Wednesday? Yeah. Yes. So I go to the dermatologist on Wednesday and I'm like, wringing my hands and figured they're going to have to cut this big chunk of 
skin out of my head because I work with a guy and he had so mm-hmm. much skin cancer on his head. They had to take a graph of skin from his leg and, and, and strap it to his head. So uh, Bob says, I went to a spermatologist. Hi. Hey. Hi, Bob. So I get in there and she comes in with her magnifying glass and a light. She's in there. She's looking and she goes, okay. She goes, she comes over and looks me in the eye and goes, it's a wart. Like, what? <laughs> it's a Got all worked up. I said, really? And she goes, yeah. And I said, okay. And then she goes, you want me to zip it off there for you? I said, okay. Hells yeah, since I'm here. Yeah, so she came, gave me a little numbing, and and then she oh. put this brown Band-Aid on top of it, and off I went. She gave you a little melon ball and right out? <laughs> just melon out. balled that thing out of there. And uh, so, yeah. Well, so I'm, I'm glad it was just a word. Yeah, me too. Me too. I'm glad it wasn't uh, cancer. He's got the cancer. <laughs> <laughs> the brain cancer. He's got the brain cancer. Yeah, that's, that's it's it's seeped from the top of his head into his brain, and now he can't <laughs> remember anything. He don't know the difference between Buck Cherry and Buck Angel. Buck Angel. <laughs> Pop says Mike has the Pellerino, Pellaroma, Pellerinoma, whatever. <laughs> Clip it. <laughs> Clip it. All right, let's get into our first story. This is kind of weird. And it's a little bit scary if you're a parent, but but parents your kids. Yes. So the parents of Ethan Crumbly, Crum, oh. Crumbly, Crumbly, are on trial. Why are they on trial? Well, their useless son uh, went into school on November 30th in 2021 and shot up the school. I'm trying. Okay, let me see where this is at. All right, let's get to the this story. Yeah. So the parents of the Ethan Crumbly were summoned to the school on November 30th, 2021, to discuss the 15 year old's violent drawing on a math assignment with the de- with a desperate phrase, "These thoughts won't stop. Help me. Life. My life is useless." Now, oh if you call me, if someone called you and said your kid did that, oh what my. would you do? Oh, I would immediately. We're going to somewhere. Would you take him right out of school? Immediately. Immediately. 5150 him? Yes. Something. Right? You would do it immediately, right? We would be in the hospital. We would do something. All right. You can't can't not treat that or uh, recognize it or do something about it. That is okay. The school was concerned that he might might have been suicidal. Not that he was a threat to others, but his parents declined to take him home. Instead, they said they would look at a few mental health services to take a look at. Yeah, they had to work. Right. A few hours later, Ethan Crumley pulled out a SIG SIG, uh, 9mm handgun and... Because no one checked his bag, he shot 11 people, killing four students. The shooter, who's now 17 has pleaded guilty and is serving multiple life sentences. This is where the story takes its twist. A jury in Michigan just convicted convicted the mother of in four counts of involuntary involuntary manslaughter. Boy, I wish my mouth would work. <laughs> they said the prosecutor said she was grossly negligent in not securing the gun 
and had a legal duty to prevent her son from harming others, even if she didn't know he had planned to do that. So what did the parents do? The father, just a couple of days before this, took him to a gun shop, four days before this, yeah. and bought him, a, bought him the handgun. Yeah, he did. And then the mother took him to a gun range, bought him 100 rounds of ammunition, and let him shoot at the gun range. They never told the, the school, you know, when he was suicidal and writing this stuff, they never said that they had bought a gun. They never said, geez, I wonder if he has the gun. Did anybody check to see if he has the gun? No, nah, that was it. This is a, a disturbing situation. This poor kid had was, I mean, for a few years prior to this, was this is literally crying for help. I mean, if there's, he had outreach, there was some reports where he had texted his mother and she just never answered him. Because he had text, texted that he, he was in some kind of distress, and she just ignored him. She like, sounds like a real peach. Yeah, yeah, she's it, it, there. It's like just so unsympathetic and uncare. It. I don't know how you like that with your kid. Like, I, I just don't see it. I mean, my my daughters have made me so insanely angry and upset, and but I could never not. If they texted me that they were having thoughts like this. Or there was an issue that, you know, you can be mad anytime. Like, you have to help them. That's your job. As a parent, that's your job. Your job is to help yeah. them and raise them and do the right thing. Well, I oh. mean, 17, I would not buy my 17-year-old son a handgun. There's, unless, unless I had it and I had it locked up with my guns. Right. And the only time we took it out is when we went to go shooting. There's no reason. You're in charge of it. Yes. Yeah. There's no reason for a 17-year-old to have a handgun. None. None. Now, if he had a shotgun and he was going hunting or something like that, that's Still, a different yeah. story. That, you know, okay, and he's going with his friends and and he's not saying that he his life is useless. And I would have I would be afraid that he was using it, he would use it on himself. Or worse yet, me. So there's a couple questions in the chat. Um, okay. Uh, this asking about the dad, his trial is coming up. The dad is also on trial. Yes, both parents are. Mom just got her trial. They're being the trial dad is in worse shape because what happened was when they that they found out that there was a shooting at the school. Mm -hmm. The father called nine one one and said uh, to imply quickly that he figured his son could be the shooter. <gasps> oh. He said, I raced home, like found out, and I think my son took his gun. I don't know if it's him. I don't know where what's going on. I'm really freaked out. My son's name is is Ethan Crumbly. That's what they said on the 911 call. So if you, you hear reports like that and your first thought is, oh, my God, that's my kid. Why does he have a gun that's so readily accessible? Yeah, that's the thing. Why didn't you take him home? Well, see, this is the th this is the thing. Why? With well, I you know what the mother said. I don't want to take him home because I don't want to take off from work. I can't lose my job. Well, guess what? She don't have to worry about a job now. No, she because she's going. Is it three yeah, house in a cot now? Yeah, she made a big mistake. Now she's going to the big house. They haven't sentenced her yet. All right, so usually she could get anywhere from. They usually it's like fifteen years for involuntary manslaughter, good behavior ten, and the sentences will run. You know they're, they're not going to be consecutive; they'll be concurrent. 
So she's going to be, you know, she's going to go away for 10 years. And the father's probably going to go away for 10 years, too. At least. This is such a shameful situation. It is terrible. But I mean, where does it stop now that this sets some kind of what if your kid goes out, uh, drinks and then crash and crashes a car and kills somebody? Now the parents responsible for that because it's their car or maybe the parents knew they were going out somewhere. There was drinking going on or the parents allowed drinking at the house. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to remember when I was younger. Did you get, I remember, (laughs) okay, I remember taking a base, a baseball, aluminum baseball bat and hitting a rock and sending it through a neighbor's window. Okay. And my father paid for the window. Like they didn't take the insurance and all. My father paid for the window. I had to go over and clean up the glass, apologize. Fair. Fair. But I didn't do it on purpose. Well, there was no malicious intent. You're just yeah. I hit a rock with a baseball bat. That right. motherfucker really went. I oh, I like, bet it did. Like, ping. <laughs> <laughs> and Sparky Toaster is correct. I paid for it with my ass. Oh, I got I a yeah. I got a pretty. How old was I? I think I was like seven or eight. I no, was Yeah, I was like in third grade or something no, like that. You don't pay attention about trajectory yet. You didn't aim. No, I just I had a rock. I'm like, watch this. I threw it up in the air. Tink, and I went. Ooh, look at it. Uh oh. And then we heard, and it, you know, like kids, we're like cartoons are running around in circles. Oh, no, look at he scatters in their own direction, like poof, puff of smoke yeah. on. Yeah, because I wasn't seven yet uh, when we moved to this one house. The first place that I can remember living, we lived right across from a playground. So over there at the playground with the baseball bat, of course, threw it up in the air, hit it towards houses. You know, if I would have turned around and hit it the other way, it would. And it hit your friends. Hundreds of yards and never hit anything. Not me. Not me. Right at the house. Closest house. Let's aim for that big picture window. And this goes to show you one thing: children are stupid. They don't think dumb. Well, especially at that age. You know, at at six. I mean, six, seven. Nobody's thinking about anything. But at fifteen, this kid was intentional. He had intent. He was going. The fact he just had the gun. First of all, he's just carrying it around. Disturbing. Well, he took it. He took it from the house and put yeah. it in his. Well, I mean, he just he was carrying it around all day, like he had it from the moment he got to school. So he knew he was going to do something. something. I know somebody. I know somebody mm-hmm. who used to take uh, the bus, and the bus used to stop in the uh, and pick up the uh, kids from the black section. Okay. And uh, and the black kids used to pick on them, and he took his dad's revolver to school one day. And just by the grace of God and by chance, those kids didn't pick on him that day because he's going to shoot them. He was going to shoot them. Yeah. Well, I mean, bullying Wait. does. Yeah. This was in like the early 70s. Wait, yeah. he was way ahead of his time. <laughs> Such a trendsetter he could have been. Uh, now, Bob, don't put that up. Nope. Don't send a picture of Devin's penis to my email, my Gmail address, please. <laughs> Bob. Now you have to screen every attachment that comes through. Yeah. Mac the hypnotist says, Bob can send, donate some of his skin from his huge cock for me. No, thanks. I'll just use some out of my leg. Got, got plenty of skin on my own. Don't need Bob's cock skin on my head. Bob. Oh, that's 
<laughs> I, wait a minute. I need a moment. Bob's, that uh, could be the title of this episode. Bob's cock spit. Bob's cock skin. Oh. <laughs> you better write it down because I'm going to try not to remember that. <laughs> Forehead skin. <laughs> F O R E. F O R E. You know, that one's good. Use that. That'll Forehead that'll skin. Yeah, me. I like that. Well done. Well Mr. done, Mr. Decaf. <laughs> yeah. So, you so, know what? And parents should start. So, where's the, where does the line, where's the line drawn for parents now? So, do you, how far back do we, do you go? Like, now that there's, I mean, how far back in, let's just say school shootings. How far back do you I go don't. to make the parents responsible? So, do you, so is that, is this a threat for parents to, like, is this now like that's the punishment? So you better watch your kids, or, uh, or is it just select states and select kids? Well, you know, I know there's, it's there's been it's other a, school shootings with. Well, it's a precedent. It's precedent yeah. now, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Now I think all your old school shooters are grandfathered in. I don't think you can go back and take their parents, and and I don't think you can go back and. I don't know. I don't probably, know. What? But you probably could do a civil suit. I, I'm probably already got a civil suit. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. listen. I'm no lawyer. I don't know the difference between Buck Cherry and Buck Angel. <laughs> Apparently not. But uh, mm. you know, going forward, it would be interesting. I mean, they, they could use this in in a lot of different situations. Uh, Bud Bugger says the punishment should be spending time with your kids. Now, I don't know if you when we hadn't talked about this, but um, it was about a week ago on Capitol Hill, they brought all the, the heads of Facebook and um, TikTok and, and they brought them all in. And Josh Howie's like, you should apologize to these parents for, you know what? I'm like, Hey, no, you turn around. I would have turned around and said, Hey, you know what? I, parent your kid. If your kid can't handle social media, why don't you find out about it? And take it away from them. It, it's There's certain there. ages for social yeah. media. If you're nine year old, is getting bullied on one of our social media. It's not my fault. You're a bad parent. Yeah, those kids. It's. I mean, I understand it is difficult to keep them off of it, but like, you don't have to buy your kid a phone. No, I mean, you yeah. don't have to allow them access to a lot of things. Now, you know, I understand I, the pressure. You know, for I kids think to that, not have a phone is probably outrageous. I think it. And now here's John going to make a law. I would make it where you can't have a phone until you're 16. Here's the thing. When we were younger, we didn't need a phone. Why? There was uh, pay phones everywhere. All you had to do is carry some change in your pocket. And that would, and then you could make a phone call. Or you could pick up a pay phone, call collect. You could call collect. All right. Where's the local pay phone? There is none. That's why now. <laughs> yeah. Because they were just conveniently gotten rid of them. Yeah, everybody got rid of There's them. There's no convenience to using. You have to have a phone. You, now you have to have a phone. Yeah. But do they have to have all these apps? Can't we just have, can't we just have like the old days, just the dumb phones, you know, just the flip phones that don't have anything on there? Get them like the jitterbug or something. Yeah, something like a jitterbug and, or and something. program numbers so they can't call, they can't hurt themselves. Right. Speaking speaking of hurt themselves, let me back it up a little bit. So uh, Dean says, if my kid brings a steak knife to school and slashes people, is this my fault too? Yeah, that mm-hmm. that's how this this is going to start turning out. Seems like it, especially if your if child you... assaults or murders or injures another student. Right. Every morning you go in there, you count the steak knives, and if one's missing, 
you frisk them. <laughs> you, you put them up against the wall and you frisk them. Then you run them through a metal detector. Then you wand them. And then you send them off to school. Yeah, that's before they leave your house, by the way. Right. Then, then they repeat all this when they get to school. Dean says, why don't you just give them a cup with a string? Two cups and a string, like we did back in the old day. There you go. Yeah. Yep. Technology. It's a, it, it, you got it's a blessing and a curse. It really is. I wonder, like Gen X kids, they were, we were just turned off on our own. You know, Fer- our, we were like feral children. Yeah. Just, yeah. Feral. Could you imagine yeah. if we had all this as Gen X kids? How many of us would have made it? Let me tell you what, there are some stories that I, I can't tell on here. <laughs> I can't have them out. But there were there was multiple, multiple occasions where I look back at, at things that I'd done and I'm like, how am, and literally, how am I not dead? How am I not dead? Because there's very easily at least three or four instances where I literally could have died, like looking at it and and like, and just... You know, being la la la. You know, like just you can't tell one story. No sense. All right, I'll tell a story. Well, I, I can give you some some vague details. That I have to think about one in particular. There, it's one. It's like the granddaddy. I never even told my mother. Like it's like they both my parents passed and they never heard this story. I think it's time to my break that story out. Mm, all right, all right, I'll do it. Um, so <laughs> surprisingly, I was a troublemaker kid in high school. Uh, I know it's shocking to believe. So I would cut class a lot. I was never, I was rarely in school. Once I got a car, I was gone. Like as soon as I could be gone, I was gone. I would show up for attendance and then out. Cause that's all you had to do is show up for attendance. Me not thinking like the teachers take attendance in their respective, <laughs> respective classes. So how is it like she's at school, but she's missed, you know, 18 days in a row of, of chemistry. Who, who, who knows? So, um, so a girlfriend of mine, um, cut, uh, you know, boogied out to the car and my, uh, she had parents that worked in town and my parent, my dad worked out of town. My mother worked a little further North. So our job was just to get out of the area as quickly as possible. So get on the garden state parkway and just drive somewhere, just go. And, uh, so I had, uh, met a guy, uh, and met his, and met his older brother who was, significantly older um like as no longer in high school older <laughs> yeah, all right so the first how old was the first guy the first guy was my so he was 17 so okay. i was driving so i was 17 and how old the, was the brother <laughs> like maybe 21 or so all right uh, so well but like older more worldly because what the hell did i know right. so um so we got school one day and we went to I don't even know how I even organized this. Uh, I don't even know how we planned it. We ended up at the gravel pits in the next county in, um, from where I was living. And he met us there with his, with his gun. And we just shot shotguns. Okay. That's, that's a, and, you know, I'm smoking a very cigarettes. normal thing to do back no, then. No, what, what <laughs> no. What do you mean? Me. No, well, why not? I had never handled a gun. I'd never okay. held a gun before ever. And now I'm in these gravel pits with this dude that like from now, I, I don't even know if I can tell you his name. I don't even remember my friend's name, much less his brother's name um, with my girlfriend. And then we just shotguns. Like anything could have happened that day. Like that could have been 
Well, you could have lost your buck cherry that day. I mean, uh, wait, Perhaps. this is a very disappointing story. I thought something was going to, you just went and shot guns and something with that's things that Gen X kids did. No, I never done. Okay. Listen, oh I had never done. All right. Y'all, y'all, y'all in the comments are gross, but uh, <laughs> it did not go that way. It, it did, did not, not end with an Eiffel Tower. It did not end with any kind of <laughs> There was no sex involved. Definitely. No sex involved. Just the no shooting, shooting. But it, it was the guns. fact that I had vanished from my house from like seven in the morning and then showed back up at like three. You know, I got home before my mother, three, four o'clock. And then the fact that I was out all day with some dude. And my friend, I get that part of it. Yes. Like that. So to look at it more as an adult, like if my daughters had done that murdered, like I would have killed them myself, but it's just the thought if something happened, there was no, no, nothing. It was more than the left you there. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. There's a whole bunch of things about that. So, and we weren't even, it wasn't even drinking, although we were smoking, I'm sure just cigarettes, but that's what we did at the time. But it was just an odd, uh, it's not all y'all are gross. So, getting back to the Eiffel Tower part of the story. Uh, with there's the brothers, no Quadvogger says it's not wrong if the brothers don't make eye contact, which no. I, <laughs> I don't agree with. I, I disavow. There was no sex. I, yeah, I just... Fits. I'll say right. the gravel pits. All right. So, when I was 16, uh, I bought my first car when I was... See, we were allowed to get our permits at 16 and a half. Mm-hmm. And I had I had worked since I was 12. So I had saved up money and I bought my first car. I was 16 years old. We found a car. My dad says, it's a good car for you. I said, okay, let's buy it. So I bought it. And he said to me, go driving this thing. Okay. <laughs> so my mom and dad would go out and, you know, like on a Sunday, they would go out to dinner or something. They would go somewhere and they would leave us home alone. So he... Had locked the keys up and like that stuff. Yeah. yeah. So I had one time we went somewhere with it and I, I took the keys and I went, I took my bike to the hardware store and I had a set of keys made. So he locked the keys up. I had the keys. So the next time he went out, all my friends jumped in the car. We took off. We're driving all over. I mean, not even like we didn't even care. Did I, have, oh, I took the license plate off the mm. truck. And put them on the tr- on my car. It was so smart. We could, yeah, so we could drive around. Yeah, I'm not an idiot. I'm not just saying we drive around no place. We get t- pulled over immediately. Right. So we're driving out. We go to the mall. He went somewhere else. Oh, I lived at the mall. Yeah. I put every like, week. Yeah. I put like 200 miles on the car. <gasps> yeah. We didn't give a shit. So then. I think gas was a nickel or something, right? <laughs> so my father. So my mom and dad come home from whatever. And my father looks at the car. And she, he says, was that car moved? And uh, he comes in. He says, did you take that car anywhere? And I no. said, how would I do that? I don't have the keys. So he just didn't say anything. So I'm like, yes. <laughs> Two weeks later or something, whatever. He goes out on whatever. They go out. They're going to be out all day. They went to the shore or something. I'm staying home. I take, you know. Let's go. Freedom. Driving all over the place. Oh, dear. I come home. My dad goes out there. He went out and took check the mileage. Oh. Oh, because Sparky called it right away. That's what he, he wrote. He comes back in. He check says, mileage. yeah, Sparky Tosa's got it. Check the mileage. He comes in. He goes, 200. And whatever. 
<laughs> the color came out of my face. I was like, oh, <gasps> when you're still, goes, you can't even argue. <laughs> he says, would you hotwire the car? I said, no, I went and got said keys made. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. He went out, oh, opened up the hood, took the distributor cap and all the plug wires off the car. Fuck he goes, you. I should have done this to begin with. I should have never, I never should have trusted you. <laughs> yep. Yeah. We did my, uh, my mom uh, for New Year's Eve, uh, my girlfriend, the same girlfriend I would cut school with all the time. Uh, when we were in between not being grounded, because uh, we were always grounded, um, my mom said she can come over, but you guys can't go anywhere. Okay, we won't go anywhere. So, my mom and her boyfriend leave because my parents are divorced. So my mom and her boyfriend leave. Maybe five minutes, they were out gone, and we're like, "Let's go!" So we jumped in the car, drove nowhere. I think we drove to like Cumberland Farms and bought more junk food because we already had a mountain of it. But I was like, well, let's just go bite something. So we went and bought junk food, came back. My mother's car is in the driveway. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, you know that knot you get in your stomach? You're like, oh, dead. And my mother did not tolerate me disobeying her at all. Not that it stopped me ever. But uh, my mother was also a very tall woman. My mother was like 5'9 and very imposing. And my friends were scared of her. And when we, my, my girlfriend saw it, she's like, oh, no, she was more scared than I was. So I just parked the car and went inside. And the whole my mother's just standing there looking at me like the arms folded, like tall, mad, just and her boyfriend standing there like behind her. Like, you I would have like, left if I was your mom's boyfriend. I'd have oh, left. Yeah. I'd have said, you, yeah. can, you got I, this. Honestly, I was grateful because she probably would have beat the ever loving shit out of me. Uh, and she's like, OK, Christine get in the car. You're going home. And she drove, made me go with her, drove my girlfriend back home. My girlfriend was out of the house for maybe two hours, her own yeah. house, and brought her back, explained to her mother. Of course. What I did. Yeah. Why Christine was just as much at fault. And then, so, you know, and it was one of those, Christine's mom was kind of like, do you remember when Ralphie um, was cursing and he blamed what? his friend? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I was out back in the driveway. My girlfriend's mom was like, ah, ah, I didn't get to hear this, like smacking her. I was like, oh God. So I got home. I lost my phone. I lost every no privileges, and I was grounded for like a month, which didn't matter because one 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 month and one day later, I was out cutting school. Whatever, I was not bothered at all. My, <laughs> yeah, my father and I were the same size when I was seventeen. We were the same size, and I would wear his flannel shirts or whatever. And he had a Suburban, and it had a 454 Chevy. It was a big block in there. It Easy. used to go. It moved. It were moved, yeah. And my father, you know, he was, a, he was a race mechanic and all, and it, all his shit was fast. So he sent me somewhere. It was on a Saturday, and I'm cruising, and uh, I get in the car, and he's got his hats there. My dad was bald, like me, Robin, like him, and he would always throw his hat on. And he had, like, one of those uh, fisherman's hat, you know, with the brim all the way around it. So I throw my dad's hat on. Out the driveway I go, and I'm coming down some road, and I think the speed limit's like 40. I'm doing 85. And I'm <laughs> moving. Right. Yeah. And I see a cop, and I'm like, oh, you know how you get that sick feeling like you just got kicked in the nuts? Well, you, you don't know you just but got guys that are listening. Yeah. Right. So I'm like, oh no. It's just the pit in your stomach. Right. So he, like, he, he never came out. The cop never came out. And I'm like, oh. so I'm driving, driving. I'm like, he must have been asleep or whatever. I don't know. So I didn't think about it. A couple days later, the cop sees my father and says, John, listen, I didn't do anything, but 
I clocked you at 85 mile an hour. <laughs> and my dad goes, what? And huh? he goes, yeah. And he goes, that wasn't me. And he goes, what do you mean? He goes, I, it was you. I saw you. He says, your hat, your flannel shirt, your, it was you. I saw you. <laughs> he goes, Saturday. He says, where was I Saturday? He's thinking, he goes, what time? And he tells him what time? He goes, that son of a bitch. That was my son. And he goes, what? <laughs> and he goes, yeah, that was my son. And he says, oh, I could have sworn it was you. Big dumb. He says, oh, I, that's why he says, I didn't even pull it out. I didn't pull out because he knew him, right? They went to school together. So my dad comes home, 85 mile an hour. No, but I mean, I'm like, oh, sorry. So then I had to go. I had to go apologize to the cop. <laughs> oh, sir. Jesus. Yeah. I am sorry. Stupid I shit. Will not speed again. <laughs> uh, my father used to tell me, he says, if you have, if they take you to jail, don't call me. No. I'm not coming to get you. I'd rather oh. stay in jail. I wouldn't I'm want my mother you. to bail me out. Sparky Toast says, John must have had a sore ass from 7 to 18. Yeah. Did some stupid shit. Oh, my God. Such stupid shit. Dumb shit. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. All just, right. Mm. <laughs> no more stories. So walked I off. Do, I do have one more where I did get taken in with by the police. Oh. Did you tell him to keep you? Please don't call my dad. Uh, I was worried. So a friend of mine, his father's a state senator. You probably know who he is. Okay. His oh, son. I think I do. Yep, we talked. Okay. So his son and I were really good friends. We used to go hunting. So we decided, he goes, I got permission where we can go skeet shooting. So we take the shotguns, a couple boxes of skeets, whole bunch of shells, and we're out there, and we're lighting it up. He's throw pole, and we're shooting, and all of a sudden, here comes a cop. So the cop comes. He says, all right, boys, pack it up. He says, you're not allowed to shoot here. And my friend goes, I got a note. So the cop looks at the note and he goes, I don't care who said so you can't shoot here. It's illegal to shoot in this township. You can't do that. Ooh. So he goes, do you know who I am? Uh <laughs> back of the car. Be my guest in the back of my car. That's who you're going to be. Yeah, you know what? I do know who you are. And we're going to go call your dad. So he calls the senator's dad. The senator's dad says, keep him. Dog. Oh. So then they call my father. My, damn it, if the last name is correct. <laughs> Dean's got the last name. It, it's the last name is Zane, not Eric. But anyhow, so now they call my dad. My dad comes down, and the whole time, Ray's going, I got a note. I have the note. I have the note. I don't know what's going on here. I got the note. So my dad's get car. So he drops him off, and he says to, Ray's dad, who's the senator, my dad says to him, did you know these knuckleheads were going there to shoot? He says, no. So, again, hmm. could your family get in trouble because you're out there shooting? Well, you could have. You know what we was doing. I know. You know, so how are you supposed to know what they're doing now? Although, you have to track them now. You can track them. I have. I track all my kids. Like, I know I where was, they're at all the time. I was untraceable. I mean, from yeah. the time when my mother thought I was in school, well, from the she went to work. My mother left in the morning, like right around when I did, and she didn't yeah. come home till five. Yeah, so we were I just had to time everything that I got home before her, so I get all my chores done in twenty minutes, including taking out the chicken, which you never ever remember to do. So, but uh, yeah, it was okay. I mean, it was some good times in the eighties. <laughs> I had a blast. I seventies, yeah, late seventies, loved it. 
stuff. Mid seventies to mid eighties was yeah. a blast. But okay. All right, let's move on. Ah, oh, okay. Bud Vugger, who's here, <laughs> sent us a story. <gasps> Who did? There's a new establishment in New Hampshire that gives adults a chance to be literal babies. But there's a there's a problem. So in uh, Atkinson, New Hampshire, home of r- roughly seven thousand people, there's a business called Diaper Spa. Mm. Which so what happens is adults can go in there and they can uh, act like a baby. They can wear a diaper. They can be tr- whatever. And again, I think this is all legal. They have a ton of services for sale. Now, wait, so what do you what do you think? If uh, you had mm. someone like treat you like a baby, how much would that you think that goes for? So what is it you wear? It's a diaper. Uh, okay, so you get virtual play dates, all right, or okay. you get the all day diaper B and B experience oh, that no. provides baby pampering. All right, so let what do you see? How much do you think the play dates per hour go for? Oh my God, they'd have to be so much money. Um, see, I didn't think so. I'm thinking fifty bucks an hour, maybe. I'm thinking it's got to be a hundred, hundred fifty. Two hundred dollars an hour just for the yeah. virtual play dates. Ugh. The diaper B and B experience. Oh, yuck! Fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah, no one wants to wipe the baby's ass. Never mind a full. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> I work with a guy that I work with a guy that was into this. <gasps> what? Um, I'll tell you. Yeah. So when I was an elevator mechanic. I used to work at the University of Penn, and the place was so big, we had three mechanics. And we had an office in the morning. I used to get in there at, like, we supposed to start at 7 o'clock. I would get in there, get a cup of coffee, get in there at 6.30, trying to find out where all the elevators were shut down and where we had to do. Mm-hmm. So we had a plan of attack. Inside the office we have there, there's phone rings. And they said, is uh, so-and-so there? I said, no, no, he's not. They said, okay, can you have him call me? I said, okay, can you give me your number? So she gives me her number. And I'm like, so so-and-so walks in and I said, uh, Candy called. She wants you to call her back. He goes, I don't know Candy. I said, I don't know what Candy. I said, oh, okay, whatever. I'm just doing my thing. So he leaves, right? Phone rings. It's Candy again. Where's so-and-so? I said, I, I, he says he doesn't know you. What do you mean he doesn't know me? Said so he says he doesn't know you. She says, "Oh, he knows me," and I'm like, "I gave him your number. I, I don't know what, what to tell you." To do? Yeah. yeah. She goes, "Well, I'm going to call your company." I said, "Man, what what's this about?" He used to go to her, and he used to get diapered, and he would mess in his diaper, and oh. she would change him and powder him, so he would get he would get naked. She would put a diaper on him, and then she would Gucci goo him. Until he made boom boom in his pants. <laughs> and then she would change him, wipe him, clean him, and powder his little bum. Uh, so she she tells me nuts. this. And I, yeah, so she tells me this. And I'm like, listen, I said, let me just explain to you what's going on here. And you seem like a very nice person. I said, but there's Run. three of us at work here. And if you're going to call a company, I, I don't even know what they're going to say. I mean, I said, I understand. So now I have to go talk to so-and-so and tell them that Candy is pissed because you keep doing no call, no shows. That's what she's mad at, and she wants money from them. 
or she's going to call his wife. I said, dude, I said, I don't know what you got to do with this, but you make this go away. I don't you pay her. You tell her you never go back there again, whatever. I don't need her calling the number. And I definitely don't need her call because when I picked it up, I went Amtec elevator because that's oh, how we answered the phone. company name. Yes. Yeah, so now yeah. she's got the company name. Now she's going to call. So I, I honest to God, don't know what happened. Those are the people uh, you she don't. Stopped. Yeah, yeah, she stopped. But you know, guys are into this. So now they're all pissed off because that they put this baby spa, diaper spa, in a small town where there's conservatives and they, they want it more in a, uh, because they don't want people being shamed for this or they don't want it shut down. Because I don't know if you knew that, that there was a, um, it's the, uh, there's an ABDL movement. You know what the ABDL is? AD, adult diaper, something, something. Adult baby diaper lovers of America. <laughs> That's a thing, right? That's it is a thing. Well, what do you think? I made that up. It's and uh, Riley, Riley Kylo, K-I-L-O. Okay. Uh, she is a, an advocate for this type of, I guess maybe she's the diaperer. So okay. she wants to make sure that uh, they don't shut this place down because she doesn't want the... Uh, the um what is it again the adult baby diaper lovers, diaper lovers to get a bad name so and she's also pissed off at the pricing see she's where i'm at you know it should be like 50 dollars an hour she says that these are fetish prices and they're way too expensive cuz cuz it's a fetish that's right. what it is yeah so i'm like now so okay <sighs> is anybody getting hurt here as long as there's no sex, and there is no sex during this, Ugh. there's no, there's no, you know, yeah, wanky, that, wanky. That would be that would be creepy if they had sex, right? Uh, Mike from Wheelbarrow just, Full of Dick says the fetishes are too damn high. What do you pay to get diapered, Mike? Mike, what's your <laughs> what's, diaper pricing? What's your what's the going rate, Mike? When you get diapered, <laughs> well, I, I honestly might be a side hustle. It could be some good bucks. I don't see anything wrong with this. What do they pay their staff? I don't know. If, if you're getting uh, $200 an hour. You'd have to. Well, you have would, to find someone that would be. Well, you got overhead, you know, your diapers, your wipes, your baby powder. I mean. Wow. I, I would say she probably gets. I would say she gets $100 a session to do that. If she gets does an hour session, I think she gets half probably. No? I think she should. I mean. Yeah, I would do. Yeah. What, half to, half to the house, half to the uh, worker? Yeah, but as long as there's no sex going on, is this a problem? Should this be illegal? I say no. What do I? What do you care if somebody dresses up and and it's, oh, it's for the children. It's for the children. There's no children. They're adults. No, it's in the town near children. Oh, well, that, no one's going to know. The children aren't allowed in. Oh yeah, because no? nobody, nobody, well, because nobody will know. What children's? What child's going to come in and say, you know, my mom? People talk. They can, I don't. I'm making a joke out of it. It's what do you children. think? Devin, Devin's going to come in and say, um, my mom wouldn't. No, don't do that. <laughs> my mom ignored me and never diapered me. So that's why I drink. I used to. <laughs> Sorry. Oh. Aww, bring yeah, I don't have a problem with this. I think that this, if you, if that's makes your freak flag fly, it's, they say it's a, a very uh, good way of reducing stress. That's what they to say. Shit your pants. 
the shit baby, you uh, this in reality, the adult baby experience is something people use as a therapeutic way of coping and managing their health. It shouldn't be shamed or turned into something pervy. Well, I, I, I can understand. Mm, I get, I could get behind it, I suppose. I think, but when you have fully grown adults pooping in their pants or their diapers, I think that's a whole nother level of you have to, now there's fully developed sex parts that you got to touch and clean. And is it, do people, is it just one of those, they just want to be baby or they want to be baby and then they want to be more? Well, I mean, I don't think they're doing it. Yeah. I don't think they're doing any breastfeeding. I mean, that would be, I think that was over the line. As long as you, people who work in nursing homes need to make that an hour. There you go. Yeah. Same job. Same Same job. Same job. Same job. Just, they're just a little more dementia riddled. The, The problem is the baby, the adult baby diaper league lovers uh they should be they're the ones that they they'll pay the extra money you know grandpa he he he'll have uh, 200 hours an hour when he shits his pants he's on medicaid care whatever no no they pay they pay 200 dollars a week and they, they they leave him locked in a wheelchair or just in his bed listen bob's got a great idea here if the old people would have let them film it and put it up on Cornhub, Cornhub, then maybe uh, they could get a hundred hours a, a changing. That, I think Bob's comment was in response to Budbugger saying, "Just eat a lot of nuts the night before, or, or corn, or, yeah, or corn." Ugh. Well, I'm sure there's a, a specialty category uh, somewhere in mm. the dark webs. Yeah, maybe not so dark. I don't know. No. Uh, I would think you could probably find it. I'm sure if you looked hard enough. I don't even know if you have to go that deep into the dark web. I think you could probably just click a few things. I'm not clicking anything. <laughs> don't send me links. Send all your links. <laughs> no, send it to John. <laughs> I don't go want to. Go to the Discord. There's enough creepy shit in the chat in our Discord chat. Oh, my God. Wing Wong is on it. Oh no! <laughs> I'm gonna get there on 15 messages from Wingma. <laughs> Here you go, Duchess. He's been uh-huh. fired up lately. Mm-hmm. You know what? I, I wanted to to dial back to the 2024 challenge because I completely forgot to mention that one Just, of our listeners is also participating in it. Yeah, because it's all about you, Duchess. But okay, who's who's the uh, listener? Well, I wanted to mention it's Josh in New Josh Hampshire from New Josh Hampshire. Hampshire. Josh, have you been up to this uh, baby diaper place? I don't, I don't know about that, but, uh, I'll, I'll, we can message him. Okay. Um, but he's about, uh, he's almost a hundred miles ahead of me. Wow. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's just about 300 miles. He is doing it. Yeah, he is. Congratulations, Josh. He's killing it. So, yeah. And so, and, and you can see like people cause we're, uh, like friended on there. So he, he can click and see my, my status and I click and see his. I'm like, Oh, I wonder how he's doing. Then I'm like, fuck, he's almost 300 miles. Like. I can't catch up with him. He started like a week after me and he just poof, right past. But he, hey, he's very active. He plays hockey and does a lot of activity. And good for him. He walks like eight, seven, eight, nine miles a day. Hey, Josh, if you're ever in Atkinson, uh, New Hampshire, do me a favor. Get us a picture of the uh, <laughs> baby diaper spa, diaper spa, adult diaper spa, whatever it's called. <laughs> I know, well, listen, I know you don't. Yeah, I know you don't eat 
crap. Like you, you're not a fast food person. I try not to. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So you really haven't seen the escalation of fast food pricing that's no, going on now. Not and at the all. Yeah. Crime, the utter crime that it is. Well, McDonald's now is they're they're in trouble because people are like, fuck this. You think I'm paying twenty, you know, I'm paying whatever it is for a big big Mac or a quarter pounder of cheese or ten chicken nuggets. Fuck, I'm not French fries. A large French fry in McDonald's is like four dollars and sixty nine cents. It's almost five dollars for a large fry. It's ridiculous. I stopped getting them. Whoa. Uh, Wheelbarrow Full Dicks Mike said he's got 16,488 steps today. Awesome. Mike, you, you, you want to jump in on it? Yeah, do the 200, uh, 2,048. No, try this again. Do the mm-hmm. 2,024 miles in 2024. You're probably, you're probably close to it yeah. now. Yeah, I only have 13,387. So. Oh, see. Uh, the new double heart attack Big Mac is $8 down in Alabama, Bob says. Wow, eight dollars! Yeah, Ooh, and they're crazy. like three ninety nine. What? Well, that's the double. They got the. Well, it's two all. I guess it's four all beef patties now. Damn. I don't know. Do they, do they still have a dollar menu? They, they I don't think there's anything a dollar there now. Everything is ridiculous. So anyhow, people stop going. So now, because they said, "Well, we're going to start cutting our prices back." Uh, you know, on some items in some stores, and we'll see what happens. Be- this is what look. This is what happens when you when the inflation drives the prices up like this, and these and the companies are just they're they're really basically you're laughing at something. Sorry, what are you laughing at? <sighs> so I said, is anything a dollar? And Bob says the tip is one dollar, and then Bob's littlest groupie says just the tip. Oh, okay, those two. <laughs> Sorry, those two horny toads. <laughs> um, yeah. I gotta stop looking at that. I, I like I said, the only thing that I, the only place that I see that's even close to being able to you can you can get like fast food that's not a crazy crazy expensive is Taco Bell. Yeah, and I don't even know what they're using. It must be sawdust because I I don't even know how they can how they can do this i i am yeah i just i i know i had gone to a couple months back i'd gone to panera's i stopped for whatever reason and i always thought panera's was a little pricey anyway Mm -hmm. and i'd gotten i think i got like half a sandwich a soup an apple and a drink and it was like 14 dollars. and i'm like it's not even a whole fucking sandwich it's a half a sandwich right i was like holy crap I mean, it was tasty, but I was like, I oh, forget this. I can eat at home. I'll, yeah, I'll it, buy the shit myself. I can't. I'm not paying that again. Mr. Decaf says Panera's hospital food. Panera's delicious. <laughs> See? How could you not like Panera? I think, I, you know, I think a lot of women eat at Panera. I think it's a, it might be more of a woman's. Their coffee is terrible. though. Bob says uh, 69 is now called 96 because <sighs> the cost of eating out went up. Where's my bell? I don't know. doesn't matter. But, uh, yes. All right, so let me ask you this. When was the last time that you went out for Valentine's Day on Valentine's Day? Years. Years. Decade? Valentine's Day. At least a decade. Maybe more. Well, it's a shame because... 
your prayers might be answered. Uh, guess who's has a, uh, you can now go to Waffle House. I they know. Are accepting <sighs> reservations. <laughs> See, that's where you take your wife of 15 to 20 years. White Castle Waffle has House. it. White Castle does it too. You know something? I would go to White Castle before. I would go to White Castle. They've ta- they do table service. I mean, there's not much. I yeah. mean, it's not like they offer a different menu. I think they just bring it for you now. Um, but they did. They apparently like they decorate. You actually get like tablecloths and stuff. But at the Waffle House or at the no at White, the well, there's White no Castle? Waffle Houses up here. So, but at White Castle, that last time I went to a White Castle was in Philadelphia. It's been so long. Yeah, and it was a drive-through, and you would go get like a bag of sliders. Like, oh, they're so good. We used to get 20. I, I would get 20. I would eat 20 of those just myself. They're so small. Well, I don't know if I could eat they are 20. Kind of, they're like a bite. Yeah. They are like the perfect bite. A couple bites. That's a big bite, but I guess. Jam it in. Ha- <laughs> I could probably eat, I could probably eat like four or five of them. Oh, easy. No problem. There's there's just little squares. They're like little, yeah. like two by two. <laughs> Mac so the Hitman, it says uh, Panera's Broccoli Mac and Cheese Slap. Oh, my God. So good. Broccoli Mac that. and Cheese? Why would you ruin Mac and Cheese with broccoli? Because it's it's small. It's not that huge pieces of broccoli, and it's covered in cheese. Okay. So good. Mm-hmm. And I love Waffle House. I've only been to Waffle House, well, twice, but on the same vacation. And I would have kept going, but someone didn't want to go back to Waffle House for the third day in a row. <laughs> really? Yes. I would yeah, have gone there every day. It was delicious. Yeah, we used to go down to visit my sister down in, uh, she lived down in South Carolina. And we, so once we started hitting them, we would stop for breakfast all the time there. Oh, and it was, the one I went to was, uh, uh, there was a lot of employees with tattoos. A lot of interesting oh, yeah. so your placement, basic white... like faces and necks and sides, which I mean, I don't care. Do what you want. But it was, uh, uh, they were interesting looking tattoos, but the food was good and they were very nice. Everybody was very nice. Just we went in the daylight. Uh, lemonade. Says that the, the lemonade, lemonade kills people. Where? Where does lemonade kill people at? Yeah, I can't remember. I, I'm like you. I, remember I, I hated there. going out on Valentine's Day. I, I would rather... I used to say, let's just not go out. We'll, we'll order in. We'll do something like that. And it's then, like, like going out on New Year's Eve where they it's ridiculous. prices up. They get you for everything. Yeah. <laughs> Waffle House. Come for the food. Stay for the fist fights. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> but I don't know. Panera I, like lemonade. I said, oh. oh, I remember there was something about the, yeah, it was a problem with the water, I think. The water. The water? The water? Water. Water. <laughs> I don't drink lemonade anyway, but no. So yeah, go out on you go. You know that's when you buy your Valentine's Day flowers is on February fifteenth. Ah, buy you buy the discount ones. It's like buying all the Christmas Christmas shit the day after Christmas. That's true too. That's when you go get the good the good candy too. The good. Oh, you got to go quick because everybody gets the candy. Yeah, but like I would rather I would rather just go. um, Like actually last year on Valentine's Day, the local, uh, in the town where I work, the local fire department was selling roses, like little bouquets of roses. I guess they were, that was their, their uh, fundraiser. So I went and bought myself two dozen roses. (laughs) So it was nice. I I felt good. It was a fundraiser. Everybody was a win-win for all. Okay. Hey, fantastic. Fantastic. It was good. Look at this lovely young couple that's newlyweds. 
Aww. Isn't that, isn't that nice? That's uh, Cassidy Krause. She's 24. She's a teacher at the IKM Manning School. And they got married in July. So for our audio listeners there, it's, uh, it's a, a little yeah, young very couple. Very fresh-faced, happy couple. Right. Her, hugging. Yeah. yeah, her husband, Zachary. Uh, you know, they were just, like I said, newlyweds, right? Uh-huh. Uh, here they are here. I guess this was they were out for Halloween or something. Very lovely couple, right? Oh, they look like uh, like uh, the Scooby Doo gang. Like Fred yeah, and, uh, Fred and Daphne, ish. Okay, uh-huh. go ahead. Um. Well, uh, th- three days before the divorce filing, the teacher tendered her resignation to avoid getting fired. Why? Why do you think she got fired? Oh, she's a teacher. She's young. Oh, she boned a student. <laughs> she didn't bone one student. She <gasps> boned oh. three students. Oh, my God. And they were the, the, between the ages of 13 and 14 years old. Um, listen, you know me and you know my stance on this. This, find her on one, OnlyFans? this <laughs> one's a this one's a little young. No, I did not look for this one on OnlyFans. Well, you know, so she then it's here, young. Here's her uh, picture when she was arrested. <laughs> she's she's, a, we're not smiling here, folks. No, we are very upset. So my... Th- okay. The orange jumpsuit is a good look. The orange right. Okay. So my <laughs> question is, how many of these teachers are going to get caught before they realize that you can't get away with this shit anymore? Well, maybe this stop putting ridiculous. really young teachers in with like 14-year-old boys. Like, stop it. She committed various sex acts <gasps> with a 13-year-old in May of 2022 by fondling, touching, and uh, she. Hang on, get let me just let me get this straight. Which noted that she was a mandatory reporter of child abuse as a teacher. So, in other words, she was supposed to turn herself in. Hey, yeah, well, I'm jerking this kid off. Now, how how old was she? Did they say how old she was when she was arrested? I don't know, but I can see Mike taking and marking that timestamp right now. Um, she's she can face she's facing right now a maximum of thirty three years in prison for oh my this. God. Uh, Krause was the, was the sex worth it? Those two ding dong, those idiots? No, I don't know. <laughs> She was Snapchatting with one of the boys between January and May of 2022 and two others between January and June of 2023. The latter just before. So she's banging these kids while she's engaged, while she's planning her wedding. She goes through the whole thing and then they find out, you know, who really wants to probably throw her off a fucking roof (laughs) is her husband. The husband... Cuck he like didn't know. He's know. not a cuck. He didn't know. I mean, if he was watching, then he's a cuck. He's not a cuck now. I sure he's just some poor bastard. Poor guy. You know, you're in love. You're, you're having a wedding. You're going to start your own family. Meanwhile, she's out there banging kids. I, yeah, that's I like, mean, it's right? not like 17. Like you're like, you could kind of like, eh, it's almost legal. Like 13? 13. Yeah, they're still like their voices are still like, hi, how are you? Like they're they're not even like close to adult. They're just all dopey. Not maybe she was a Catholic priest better. in an earlier life and it carried over. That's usually when the Catholic priest gets them. 
between 13 and 14. I like them younger than that, don't they? Like the but, hair. Yeah, well, like I Biden. don't know. But I would say that the the boys were more into this than they were the priests. Pretty sure. I get, Jesus, what is wrong with this? These women. <laughs> What's what is wrong with her? I I don't know how you look. I mean, I get. I could again. I could see. I don't encourage it, but I could see you looking at almost an adult, like a junior senior in high school. You can almost see that because it's. Well, they're, they're sort of on the edge of adult. 17, she's 24, seven years difference, seven yeah. years difference. How, so how old was she? 24? She was 24. Well, she was, I think so. Yeah, she was 20. Is she 24 now? Or maybe she was, damn it. Now I got to go back and try it. I don't think it would see 24 got hitched in July just for the new husband, Zachary, to file for divorce on August 28th. <gasps> July, August, not even a month. Oh my God. When the abuse so she knew against the at least the three boys emerged. Okay. So, so she, she knew the shit was so coming. She was 22. Then. She was 22 when this was going on. Not that it makes it any better. Well, it's 10. Yeah, but the 10 year difference is nine. creepy. Well, okay. Yeah. Nine year difference between 13. Yeah. It, it's, yeah. It, I think if you're, if someone's like 24 and someone's, you know, she could jump at the old, yeah, she could. Bob Vugger says she can get a job at the adult diaper club when she gets parole. Bob says, whoops, Bob says, so her husband knows what 13-year-old peckers oh, taste like. <laughs> so disgusting. <laughs> Bob's always funnier in the chat. <laughs> Mac the hypnotist says, um, oh, my teachers were old and nasty. None of them were bangable. See? I had a crush on a couple of my teachers. I when, I was, when I was there, when I was there, I noticed yeah. them. But when I was... My homeroom teacher. What about any of the other teachers? I don't know. I never saw them. Yeah. That's amazing. Dean says she needs to get in a time machine 45 years and come to my school. Oh. Jesus oh. Christ. Sparky's toast, Sparky Toaster's seventh grade math teacher was hot. Now we're going through all that. Especially so she'd write on the board. So she had her back to the class. Everybody, oh, yeah. Ugh. <laughs> I told you my um when I was a freshman in high school, my homeroom teacher. So let's see, I was a freshman in high school. I was 14. I was 14, and it was her first year of teaching. And she was like 24, 25, probably. 20, yeah, somewhere right in there. Yeah, she just graduated. She was hot as oh, yeah. shit. And I got a summer when I, I worked that summer with her. I worked the summer because she got a summer job where I was working and we worked together. <laughs> oh, I know where that was. <laughs> you told me where that was. I did tell you where it was. Yeah. Please hire her. She <laughs> came in for a job. I'm like, hire her. I'll work double shifts. Hire her. Damn. I'm trying to think if there was any. I feel like all my teachers were really old. Like, they probably weren't, but at the time, of course, when you're 15, Mac 16, everybody's 102. So Mac the Hitness just says some of the some of the teachers were hot as hell. Not the regular ones. But yeah, I don't know. I just yeah. you see it all the time. I mean, there's not a there's not a month that goes by that they're not showing you a teacher that's banging students. There, yeah, I feel like every month we've talked about at least one. You know who's learned? I shouldn't say who's. You don't see men. You don't see as many men's stories banging students as you used to. I think they've they've calmed down a little bit. <laughs> Apparently, Bob fucked the janitor. <laughs> I don't know. 
I All don't right. know what to say to that. <laughs> so um, I'm going to end with this. Oh, no. I don't know. Do you know who um, <laughs> Patrick Bet David is? I'm sorry, you who? Ever, Patrick Bet David. No. Well, he's from uh, your neck of the woods. He's an Iraqi. All right. And uh, he came over this as with his parents to, to this country. Okay. And he's a salesman and he has a podcast now. And he's also done a lot of interviews. And I love his podcast. He he does a great job of, you know, basically commentating on the news. Well, he went on Bill Maher's show that not the one, the HBO show, that one where Bill sits in a in his house and smokes cigars and cigarettes and drinks. Actually, that, those smokes. are I like those better. Do you? I I do. I just I can't. Well, it's a hundred. It's just those. It's just those two. Yeah. Like, so here here they are. Okay. That's uh, Patrick but David on the right. And there's uh, Bill Maher this, on the left. That sucks. I know. What is it with the socks? And, and guys, you can't pants that are a little bit longer or whatever. And what is it with the leopard print? That That is the ugliest set. It's ridiculous. Like, he looks yeah. so uncomfortable in there sitting in that comfy chair. Like, I, I think you need a desk. Bill that, looks- I don't like that. You know, he's just sitting there. He just looks uncomfortable. Yeah. Sorry, people that are. Uh, he needs to go to the gym. Listening he, he's to got, this. He's got like. Bill? A, yeah, he's got some skinny fucking legs. Man. <laughs> yeah, well, he's, he should do leg day. He's old. He's just an old Jew now. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, they don't do any exercising. Yeah. So, what I like about Patrick Bet David is he's, you know, he's got common sense. You know, he he, he do a story and he's, you know, he's got some really good takes on it. So he starts talking to to Bill Maher about politics and about who he likes and and you know Bill Maher hates Trump. I mean, absolutely hates Trump. So uh, it went something like this. Do you like Newsom? How do you feel about Newsom? Had him on my show Friday. I saw that. And uh, I, I, first of all, I love him. Just You just like a guy or you don't. I've known him for a long time. He's done my show for a long time. Do, do I love everything he does as the governor of California? No, I don't. I wouldn't say I'm undertaxed. Uh, yeah, it's this. I have issues with this state. He's... I got one reason I want him to run for president. Well, is because he's obviously a winner. This guy could fucking do it. It's insane that we have the guy, but we can't run him because define we have to winner. tiptoe around by. So Patrick says, define a winner, define a winner. Cause I, my no, jaw grabs him, but no, he... Yeah. My jaw <laughs> dropped when he said that, uh, that, uh, Newsom's a winner. A winner at what? And then define a winner. Well, he would win the election. Oh, so so he would win the election. He's a talented debater, speaker, communicator, yeah, deflector. And, and politician. And right. he's a smart guy. He's he's a smart, real guy with a pair of balls. Do I love everything? No, you never knew do with a politician. But first of all, I think if he ran for president, it'd be great because it would force him to move to the center. Now you're running not just in California. I mean, this is California. What, what makes you think he's going to move to the center? Or what makes you think he just doesn't wants to make to take in California the rest of the fucking country? Because I think that's what he wants to do. This Newsom, you know, they're talking about Tucker Carlson interviewing um, Vladimir Putin. Newsom had the the leader of China in the uh, clean the whole place up, right? He just shoveled all the shit somewhere else. That's what right. He did. Moved all the homeless, cleaned the whole place up, made it look like it like it used to look like. Yep. Yep. And then took all the American flags down. The whole place was filled with the the Chinese flags and then rolled out the red carpet for this guy. He's a full-fledged communist, that Gavin Newsom. 
I wouldn't let that guy, I wouldn't let that guy walk my dog, let alone have him as the president of the United States. But what Bill Maher is right about is that if he ran against Trump, Trump couldn't beat him nope. because people, yeah. People Although, how many people left California since he was governor? A lot. A lot. He chased a lot of business out, chased a lot of residents out. And there's people who are just trapped. They just can't yeah. get out. Right. If you have money, you can get out. Yeah. It, and they did. They yeah. did. And they all went to Texas. Texas, Arizona, uh, Florida, and mm -hmm. uh, Tennessee. Yeah. That's where they all went. You couldn't, you can't get, you know how much it costs to get, to take a U-Haul to California? They'll, they'll give you $50 if you drive it back. You know how much it takes to get a, a, a U-Haul out of California? Oh my God. So much money. Like triple the price. Yeah. It's triple yeah. the price because you can't get one. They, you can't get one because they're all, they're all leaving. Nobody's, None of them are coming back. Nobody's bringing them back. Under Gavin Newsom, it's the first time that population has actually dropped in California. Yep. First time. People leaving. Ridiculous. He's, he's, he's a goddamn disaster. California. It's weird. Are, are you are you a are you a uh, are you a results driven guy? No, I like to think <laughs> watch things yeah. fall apart. I mean, you, you wouldn't build a show that you win build and win at the levels you won, you know, for decades if you weren't results driven, right? I mean, you're 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 Bill Maher. You know, I what, what am I? What do you mean? What's the point about that's results? Exactly where I'm going with you. So results. So results driven yeah. guy. Right. What areas has Newsom won in? You said he's a winner. Winner of the election. He no, could no. win the election. But based on what, though? Do you want results? Like, what has he done to California to say he's a winner? Uh, what, what, oh, uh, God. I don't know. I, it's too... <laughs> Bill, you're a spot. You know what? He what, made it what, rain. Okay, dude? The, it wasn't yeah, raining. You said that. You said, great uh, job. It wasn't raining, <laughs> and now it's raining. So he's got my vote. I you know what? Respect. Like a real liberal. He made it rain. He made it rain. This is th this is why we can't have nice things because of guys like this. Because Bill Maher has enough money where he doesn't give a shit about you know. No. Go ahead, gas goes he up to eight dollars a gallon. He don't care. He gets special. Yeah, he gets special. He's celeb. So celeb life is not the same as regular people. Sparky yeah. Toaster says, "Sad thing is, the people who leave California will they'll continue to vote the same yep. way as they did when they were in California. Yeah, they'll they'll fuck the whole country up. Yeah, we're getting a lot of purple states." No, yep. mm -hmm. so that's uh, we don't you don't even know where they're going to go. So, Patrick, he he's um he's not going to let this go. Hey, he's not going to let question. this go. I like it. Yeah, putting so, him on the hot seat a little bit. Good. And here we we have some more. I think the left falls below two hundred level of consciousness because it's a lot of force. And you better, we know what's right for you, and you don't. There is no reason on the left. Oh, that, sweetheart, you are preaching to the converted here. This is, I'm always bitching about this. Um, I do not. You're supporting Biden, though. Of course, because we only get two choices. I mean, what is so hard to understand about, about bad and worse? They forced America to take the vaccine bill. 70% Americans took the vaccine and they didn't want to take it. Where, a lot of them. Wait, 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 wait a second. It. When did the vaccine come about? Under I love this. I love this. When did it come it, out? They called it, was, it the Trump vaccine. Right? <laughs> Biden? Uh, no, under Trump. No, no, it didn't. It came two days after election was over with. Two days after election was over with, uh, Pfizer announced it was not under under Trump. Oh, they intentionally yeah, kept right. the vaccine you're right. after the election, so they gave the victory That's to right. but uh, Trump, Biden. But Trump was not anti-Trump was like, I created the vaccine. I don't disagree with you. I agree with it's you. A, 
Oh, I takes see. it as a victory. I'm with, I'm on the same page but, with you. Okay, but but there's a difference though. Yeah, this is the one I, difference, Bill. Look at I, I'm sorry, people that are that are just listening to this. Bill is so uncomfortable. He's shifting in his seat. He doesn't know Smoking. what to say. Yeah, he's yeah. like he's got he's got a good he had to get a joint out now because I, I can't I can't do this. And he's absolutely right. He's just like, what has he done? What has he done to help? What he, he was recalled. They recalled him. The only reason that they uh, that he's even still in there again was they ran um, Larry Elder, and uh, he was the black face of white supremacy. It's like I mean, it's ridiculous. You mentioned the the positioning of these two gentlemen. The, the, his name's Patrick. Very relaxed, like very open, like very like comfortable in his seat, like his. He's not argumentative. He's not jittery at all. He's just no. He's in just control ask. of this, and Bill Maher does not want to answer any of these questions. At <laughs> Edward, <all>. Edward <gasps> former rubbernecker, hey, says Edward. it's because Bill is a bigot racist, just like John. Oh, <laughs> John doesn't smoke weed. <laughs> First He's of not. all, it's ridiculous, Edward. But I may I say this? May I say this? And then and then push back. Here's the difference. You know what the difference is? How many times have you heard Trump get on stage and brag about warp speed? We saved okay, 100 million okay, people's just, lives, can right? Can I just ask you a simple yeah. yes or no question? Yeah. Not exactly yes or no, but huh. who are you voting for? I'm voting for whoever allows me to make decisions more and not somebody that what? decides what's good for me or not. Bro, we're not in a debate here. No, no. The, the, left, what, the left. I asked you a yes or no. vaccine. Wait a second. The state of we, California. We, all right. So. So this is what I found interesting in the whole thing is Bill is making it about the person and Patrick is making it about issues, the issues and the ideas and who, you know, who's going to run the, who's, who's going to run the country better. Bill, it's a popularity contest. Of course. Patrick, who's a business owner, who's run businesses, who's fired people, who's, you know, he's worth $200 million. This guy, Patrick Bet David. This is what a businessman does. This is what we need in our country. Yeah, and the industry you're in force you to take the vaccine. So you don't know who you're voting for. I'm voting for whoever allows me to have more freedom with the choices I make. And we, and you don't know that yet. It's definitely not going to be Biden. Well, then it would be Trump, wouldn't it? If it's between the two choices, what? But look at you. you Are you kidding me? I. It's not even a close call. But the by fact the way. that you just can't own oh, it like- is very weird, man. You know this, like, who are you voting for? Uh, well, the Constitution says <laughs> it's two words, Trump, Biden. I'm voting for Biden. I'm owning that. Do I think he's yeah, perfect? But, but I don't, no. But I don't think it's I like think that. It's not even, I, don't, I don't think it's like that. I don't think it's like well, that. Just say you're for Trump. I, I, if, if a person I don't watches dislike my, you for your, I, I don't dislike. Bill, if somebody watches my podcast, they're going to know who I'm voting for. Well, if somebody watches a podcast, they're going to sit there. how odd that you can't just say it then. Because to me, I'm voting based on values. I'm not voting based okay, on. Okay, but we know what the values are of Biden and Trump and their and their policies. Right. Are. We know everything the about left them. The left is about force. The right is about choice. I, I don't mm-hmm. want to be forced Again, to have to do something I don't want to do. I get that. I'm. I, you seem to think that that is... The sunum bonum of all political issues. It is a very important one to me. There are other ones, such as what? Uh, What's above force versus versus freedom? Crazy person in the White House. How about one that can't even got one right now? Yeah, well, don't even know where he's at. He's full of dementia. That's kind of crazy. 
I'm glad to see Edward is back in the in here watching it. So Edward says that we time for a female president. Hashtag girl power. Girl power. Taylor Swift know, for president. I know he believes in that. Oh, you should, sure he does. Go, well, he you says know, it we, podcast. I like right. I hear you. Hey, listen, we had Nikki Haley. She uh, was, um, at, you know, in yeah. the uh, in the Utah primary. Uh, yeah. She was running against uh, Pence, who's not running, and then um, someone else who's still not running. And she got 30% of the vote. I know. I know. The only problem was that like over 50% of the vote was for none of the above. None of the above. He lost to nobody. I know. I know. I know. I I still don't like Trump. I'm not crazy about him either. Now, listen, if you listen to the Boomer Bunker, my my pick for president, not the Boomer Bunker. If you listen to Brand X, because I'm recording Brand X tomorrow. Yes. I I have my new the new guy that I think should be president. Now listen, I honestly still think that uh Vivek Ramaswamy should be president. I know Duchess and I disagree on this. I think right now that she's not really happy with her choice, where I'm still happy with mine. It's okay. Okay. All right. I'm just saying. We live where we can have choice. Right. I'm all about choice. Yeah. Just like uh, Patrick Bet David, yeah. If you go yeah. to the Patrick Bet David podcast, I'll he had, it's really it's a great great conversation. So, all right, I have to I have to find him, and and perhaps listen to a few. Yes, nice. All right, so tomorrow I will mm-hmm. be recording Brand X with my buddy Deuce and his brother Joe. We're getting the band back together. That's so awesome. I'm very excited for you guys. That's going to be oh, awesome. me too. Uh, we've already got the, the lunch orders ready to go. They're going to be <laughs> down here. We'll be day drinking. The so Jimmy fun. wants the Jimmy's going to come over. He wants to do a daily no. Jimmy afterwards. So oh, I'll be drunk that. podcasting. Nice. <laughs> That'll be fun. Edward wants to know if he gets to edit it. No editing. I, I, I don't know. edit anymore. I, I might if I have to mark it, like if someone has to pee or we decide to make drinks or something like that. Um, then. Yes. Oh, yeah, just a couple. I just, <laughs> here's the problem. My doctor says no drinking. He says, how much do you drink? I said, I only drink once, once a month. A month. <laughs> and he looked at me, he goes, once a month. I go, yeah, my buddies come over and we podcast and we have old fashions. But it's only once a month. And he goes. I just, I drink a whole month in one day. <laughs> and he says, how many old fashions? I said, well, the last time was six. Three or four. And he goes, over how long? I said, oh. Two, three hours? <laughs> he just shook his head. Those he are says, so strong. He oh. says, well, just get, he says, just get a, just drink one. I said, I can't just drink one. Yeah, just tell him one. What am I, a pussy? I can't drink just one. drink one. one. Just one giant, <laughs> one giant Stanley tumbler full of. <laughs> Edwards, Edward is a, he is a true millennial. All right. If I can't edit it, just send me the money to say I edited it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Good job, Edward. Hey, he's always plugging. Got to give him, got to give him. Well, okay. So, so, well, this is at the end of the show. So I'm going to tell you a little story. So okay. there's two things that happened. Number one, I did not press record through this whole episode. <gasps> Number two. We are recording on StreamYard, so I have a copy. It's not a big deal. Oh, goodness. (laughs) Okay. It's not a big deal. So. (laughs) 
I'll make sure I hold up this little <laughs> note next time. Yeah, record fan. fan. Yes. Yes. I haven't had to say record in a long time, but you know what? I just noticed I didn't see it lit up. Right. So That's funny. The, the thing is that I just, my other Roadcaster Pro is now coming back across the country because it's fixed. It'll be here by next week, awesome. which in turn, I have to take this one, put it in the box and ship it back across the country again because this one doesn't record. It's Something's wrong with the micro card thing. I don't know. Whatever. How many, how many of these have you been through? This is what, fourth? Well, I have two. Well, no, but like the, yeah, the return I reused. I, I don't, I lost count. I lost count. I thought, I think at least four. Uh, Sparky says record fan and poop bucket. <laughs> poop bucket. Poop bucket. I like that. Um, oh. So no. I, I will request and I'll throw it out there if they, I could possibly come out for another brand X, maybe in the summer, spring, summer months. All right. I have my wine out there already. So <laughs> You do. You have two I bottles do. of wine still here. You're like, you left your wine. I'm like, I'm coming back. <laughs> oh, by the way. <laughs> hey, you know, <laughs> listen, if you ever want to come here on a Thursday night. Okay. And we could do it in the studio. We could do okay. that. I've, I went today and just toured the whole place. The whole room is different now. Awesome. We moved the couch. Cool. I got the, the TVs up against the wall now. Fun. So. Like a whole, a whole. Uh, yeah, I have life. a three mic setup now. A four mic. I have a four mic setup now. Fabulous. Yeah, we're doing it. We're doing it. It's uh -oh. going down. There you go. Bob says, my lady's going to drive me up for an in-person bunker. My lady. My first lady. First of all. First Aww, of all. That's so cute. <laughs> <sighs> Good girl. So come up and then you guys can uh, have wild, just fun in Atlantic City. more plants for me. <laughs> Atlantic, they can hit Atlantic City. I'm not making right. plans. Not well. Let us know when you're coming, and I'll I'll work on John. <laughs> come on, come on Friday. Just to Jimmy was the one day we're sitting. There oh my talking. god, we're it was doing... great. He yeah. showed up. We had a blast. Come on. I know, but you come know how much on. stress and pressure put me on. I had to get another mic set up, and I had to order more stuff. Oh, and he took his <laughs> took his cheesesteak the day he recorded with us. Right? <laughs> you're like, where'd it go? And I'm like, he left with it. Yeah, he he got sick. I said, you're not coming down here sick. You're not getting me sick. So he came down with a mask on because I bought him lunch. He came down to get his lunch. He came to get his bag lunch and took it up. <laughs> He's so funny. Oh, I got to remember. I got to bring my headphones down from upst my upstairs headphones downstairs. How is the Jimmy? We haven't seen him in a while. Oh, he's fine. Okay. He's as honorary tomorrow. as ever. Tomorrow we're supposed to, after the, after Brand X, him and I are going to do a Jamingo Rants. Oh, how, what time? Oh God. What time is that? Probably like, what, five? You guys going to be wrecked. I, I, I don't know. As soon as he gets down here, I'm just going to hit this go button. Because you know me, I'm going to be wrecked. I'm not, I'm not just drinking one old-fashioned. You better put a note up and hit record. I'm the, hey, I'm the pussy. You're going to forget tomorrow. You're going to be so psyched up with Joe. And well, Houston. yeah, you know that. I got to watch that because we're not streaming it. So I got to be careful. Yeah. you're gonna, And I have a feeling the next episode is going to be like, we did half the show. We're all drunk. Forgot to press record. Forgot to press record. You're going to go, oh, let me pause it. And then you're going to go. Everybody's showing up. Right. Now Edward's coming. Edward's coming. Bob's here. Oh, it's a party. <laughs> I love it. All right. You know what? I, I, mean, I ask. I do all this for you people out there. You people. And all I want is some goddamn Voicemail. voicemails. So here we go. Here's the number. And it's going to be in the show notes. 856-477-477. 
one three one nine. God damn it. Try it Four, again. Seven, eight, eight, eight five, up. six. Stop. We just can't do that. I think they'll get it out one time. Eight five six four seven seven one nine three five. There you go. And I also got to put it in that bot Ricks thing so it, it shows up on the bottom here. And yeah, you, you can call it right now. It won't come through, but yeah, we're not taking live calls. <laughs> you can leave a message. Edward says six five four one six five one six five one. That's not yes. the number. That's it's, not the or number. Or it could be that. <laughs> It'll be fun. Yes. Participate. Yeah, p- and participate. Make, and make sure you like and follow us on all of our socials. Hey, how about the Duchess uh, on our Twitter? <laughs> oh. I said, I have her. Uh, she's she's in the car. She's like, hey, you know, tonight's the night. Come on, let's go. You don't want to see my ugly face. Mm. Next thing you know, I'll have the bobblehead. <laughs> the bobblehead could do it. Bobblehead John. Bobblehead Jamingo. Oh, hey, Elasto. Nice to see you. There you go. <laughs> 100 who right? Boss is 1-800-who-right. R-I-T-E. No. Wrong, wrong show. Wrong show. <laughs> we already heard from him today. Uh, yes, I will definitely. I played Doug's. I played Doug's. That's what I said. Man. We heard We heard his voice. Yeah, this is Doug. Doug's was here. <laughs> John, you fucking numb nuts. See, I played that. <laughs> we need that. You need to save that. Right. Just that little clip right there. John, you fucking numb nuts. Right. All right. <laughs> That's all. Hi, Duchess. It's Devin. I'm sorry my death was so hard on you. Every time Jamingo brings me back from the grave, you cry. Please don't cry. You were like the middle-class white mom I never had. You always stuck up for me. You were always nice to me. And before I go, I just want to say, please subscribe to this podcast and tell your friends about the Boomer Bunker. Also, the voice message number is 856-477-1935. Jamingo, lose some weight before you are up here with me. All right, everybody. So mean. So- <laughs> we'll talk to you next Thursday. Say goodbye, Duchess. Uh-huh. Goodbye, Duchess.